Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Poppin' Congregation, it's your girl Scam Goddess, aka Lacey Mosley, back with another installment of Scam Goddess. And guys, I'm what? Yes, excited and very much. So. I know I'll be like very, 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 very like that. I'm the lo- the words lost meaning. I understand, um, but as you know, this is a podcast dedicated to fraud, scams, and all those who practice it. And today I have some friends on, like these are the homies, they're hosts, they're super talented. Um, One of them I met when I first moved to LA like six years ago, uh, hustling, waiting tables, scamming as much as we could in the restaurant industry. Uh, Guys, we have Emil and his junior. I want to say your full name, Emil, but um, both of (laughs) these two guys, not only uh, are they my friends, but they are... Enfiance. I don't know if I said that correct. And they do their. (laughs) Enfiance. (laughs) They are engaged. Uh, They have their own podcast called Confess Your Mess, which is visual. And also, you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast, which is very nice that you can see them because they are both very fine. Guys, I have a meal. Uh, we have AJ, who you might know from his book, Flipping the Script. Okay, he went on a whole book tour. It's on Amazon. He does Wendy Williams, and he's the co-host of Confess Your Mess. They both be doing William, Wendy Williams. This is a long credit intro. Wow. Well, okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Listen, hype us up, sis. Hype us up. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Listen, AJ was at the Emmys hosting. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. These are legit. These are legit hosts. I'm so excited to have them. But guys, we have AJ and Emil. What's up? Up, y'all. We are, listen, we're so excited to be here. It's just so <laughs> wild. It's so wild to see the things you're doing right now and to know, like, I remember back in the day, that restaurant you worked at, I remember when you guys were doing that, like, run through, you were, like, practicing being mm-hmm. servers. And uh, we got to come in and you were like waited on us that night and you were so sweet and so wonderful and you're in your little denim, little skirt outfit. Lord, and, uh, denim skirt. I was like, popping out. Mm-hmm. It was a denim out. It was a denim dress, y'all. Y'all are forgetting how wild that shit was. And every time I watched that bitch, it got smaller and smaller until eventually, uh, one of our uh, owners actually, when I was waiting on their table, because I would always have to wait on them, which I was like, why? This is not an honor. I don't because you were this. you were one of the greats. Uh-huh. Go ahead. 
I was a liar, bro. If 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 shit, if I forgot to bring something up, I would be like, I would walk up to the table and be like, oh my god, I know y'all missing something. What is it? And then they'd be like, oh, it's the little corn. I was like, see, that's what I thought. Let me go to the kitchen because I gotta cuss them out. Blame it on the kitchen, acting like it's them that messed up. (laughs) And then I go into the kitchen. I'd be like, uh, (laughs) can we? Wait, but the best part is you would go back to the table and you'd be like, listen, I went in there. I talked to them. Everything's covered. Uh, I'll talk to my manager, see what I can do about getting this off your check. I'm so sorry. They messed up. Yeah. And then you go to the kitchen. You're like, oh, my God, this table. They're so impossible. I'm so sorry. They forgot to order something. They just now told me about it. Listen, listen, I was a corporate trainer for the Cheesecake Factory, honey. I used to work at the Cheesecake Factory. I get the game. I get it. Oh, wow. That's a long ass. That menu's longer than the Bible. When you open uh-huh. the cheesecake factory menu, it'd be like the book of salad. You look like, okay, like, okay. So true. We, so when true. am I gonna get to the meats? And be like, oh, Lord. oh you, you better believe we got tested on every single ingredient in that menu for food allergies, peanut allergies, all of it. It's a wild menu. Wow, I don't, I don't think they doing all that post pandemic. I feel like Mm-mm. now they just like, do you want to? Can you please work in LA? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get what you get, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's where we started out, and those outfits were so tight that one of the owners at one point was like, leaned over to me in my ear and was like, "Okay, so we are gonna get you a new uniform?" Because I was blessing <laughs> out that bitch. <laughs> Because they were custom uniforms. Our shirts and the dresses were custom. Like, they got them made but somewhere. Also, so you couldn't key, just go get it somewhere. I remember his shirt was so stank because it was like this denim that was like an inch <laughs> thick. It was the thickest shirt it on was earth. Thick as hell. And I would try to iron it for him, and it was like a, a cardboard. It was like wood. And it was like a piece of plywood that he had some snaps on the front and a collar. And I would try to iron that shit for him because I was like trying to be like a good, like a supportive man. Oh, and I and it would like, as you iron it, I would be smelling all the sushi coming out. Now, why you got to come over here? Listen, you both no, <laughs> listen, anybody who's yeah, worked at a restaurant knows. He like that. No. He like he had that no, brother funk is, that no. just would not go away. If you've worked at a restaurant, you know the scam. You spray a little Febreze on it. You iron it. You don't wash it every time because you become after you leave the restaurant, you go have some drinks with your coworkers. You come home and you got to work a shift the next day, and that shirt is not clean. So I'd be trying to spray it and iron it every time, get it ready for him, and it was just nasty. It was nasty. I just started stealing them after a while. I knew where they were in the bag. <laughs> exactly. Once you figure it out. My mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they weren't playing with me. But guys, what other than the scams that obviously we all ran together at this uh, now defunct <laughs> restaurant, um, R.I.P. <laughs> Did it survive the pand- pandemic? Did Listen. <laughs> um, but... Guys, what are your relationships? Have you guys ever been scammed? And like, this is an individual question. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, AJ, whoever wants to go first. But have you ever been scammed? Do you like scams? Do you hate them? Like, it could be anything. I'm going to start because I get, like, I'm real nervous. Here's the thing about me. Like, low-key, like, I think I'm a bad boy. But, like, the littlest thing in the world makes me nervous. Like, if, for instance, a light is turning red and there's, there's a crosswalk and there's not a car in sight, I'll be standing on the curb forever just waiting. I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't want to break a rule. So I'm not going to do it. Right. So like, I'm always like very aware of scams. I try to read people's energy real quick. And I'm like, "Mm, you ain't going to pull a fast one on me. Like I'm pretty good at reading like character. However, I was about to say, I want to hear. However, uh I dated some trash men before Emil. And one of the last ones I dated, I got scammed into this date. We saw each other. We met each other. We went out and our first date started on a Thursday night. And that date lasted till about Monday morning. And I was like, damn, 
We were getting it in all weekend long. I thought it was like, this is the man of my dreams. This is the one. Uh, now we excited. were getting it in all no, no, weekend long. No, this is the like man one of my those. dreams. How Listen, is that I, I, A plus B equals C? Like, here, here's you the said, thing. we was here's getting it in all here's weekend the thing. long. I thought this I'm man had some money. He was handsome, attractive. He was. I thought he was a professional. He drove a BMW. Okay. I have lots he of had, thoughts, by the way. He had Go real ahead. nice furniture, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one. He's an adult, and I need. I'm, hey, I want to be an adult. He was in his apartment knocking on wood. He was like, oh, that ain't corkboard. That ain't Ikea. That's not the Uskin Toxkin. This is some real. Where you go, Like, yeah, low-key, like, his couch was You ain't make this with an Allen wrench? Wow. No, no. His couch wasn't eco leather. It was actual leather. It was real. You know, oh. people be making up eco leather. That's a scam, by the way. Eco leather makes you feel better about buying some cheap crap, is what it is. Right. But, it's plastic, so, but no, this is saving the turtles. That's why I remember, it's plastic. I was like, he took me to a farmer's market that Sunday. I was like, oh, he's fancy. He got money. He's buying vegetables, fruits, and vegetables at a okay. farmer's market, not Ralph. So I was like, I was all in. I call my mom after a weekend of great sex in farmer's market, and I say on Monday, Mom, I fa- found the man of my dreams. I'm going to marry this man. Well, we dated for about three months. It blew up real bad. It was terrible. However, as I was dating him, I was realizing I was getting scammed because one night, Loki, he lived in this real nice uh, like a, a complex over on Sunset Boulevard. And these lofts were nice, right? He had money, I thought. And somebody's he had knocking money, on, I thought. Somebody, no, somebody like maintenance knocked on the door one time and we had to act like nobody was there and we had to stay quiet and not let him what? in. And I was like, that's that's kind of weird. Why doesn't he want maintenance in his home? Wait, so and pause, then, AJ, pause. Mm-hmm. What were y'all like? Was it like y'all was chilling or making eggs or something? And then it was like a... <laughs> Just watch the like, movie. Watch up, the movie. Up, Hurry up. Sh- turn the movie out. Hit pause on Netflix. Stay real quiet. Where's turn the, the lights out. Just chill, right? So we didn't answer, and I was like, "That's kind of odd. Like, this is a little bit weird." But I kind of wrote it off because he had, like, he had real leather. So I was like, "Okay, he's 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 legit human." Yeah, real leather night, and real D. Okay, and so you was well, like, yeah, "We gotta oh, hide no. every now and then." That's oh, here fine. we go. This where this where AJ lets you know he ain't concerned about the D. All he care about is the ass. Go ahead, AJ. Okay, I, I was into a couple things back then. I'm into all the things. I don't discriminate. Okay, so so okay, yeah, verse. I'm I'm into the ass, but I'm into some D sometimes too. So. Um, so then one night randomly he and his roommate, which should have been a red flag because he still had a roommate. I'm like, he's not as grown as he thinks he is because he's got a roommate paying for half the rent. Well, mm-hmm. trying not to be judgmental. Uh, we go and he's like, Hey, we're going to go down to the storage room at my like, uh, condominium, like complex. And we go in there and Loki's like, okay, grab the end of that couch. I'm like, what? He's like, grab that. <laughs> He'd be stealing furniture. So this is like a high end place. And they would rotate their furniture every so often, their artwork, their furniture, their tables, their end tables, like fancy, fancy stuff, right? How did he and know would, when the drop was happening? He would put, <laughs> they would put it in, he would keep an eye on it. They would put that shit in storage and he would steal it. And his whole ass apartment was furnished from leftover stuff that this fancy ass complex stopped using. That's why he didn't Ooh. want the maintenance to come in because his couch, his artwork, his kitchen table, it was all like mid-century modern and sexy and none of it belonged to him. He stole that shit. You sound like you still he angry about me. it. He scammed me all summer long and that started to eat away at me. And by the time I really realized, <laughs> I was like, this man, this man, listen, this man is trash. <laughs> I put his keys under his doormat one day and never went back. Uh-uh, you already had work. keys after three months? Right. Listen, yeah. I said, I love you. I'm going to marry this very man. Lesbian. After our, no, it was like I had a U-Haul ready to go. I'm telling you that first date was four nights long. And I said we were getting it in. We were. I was ready. I was ready to marry this man. And turns out <laughs> your fiance is like next to you. <laughs> no, nope. that was before this one. So that set me up for this one, I think. 
Okay. So the scam was, he, so he wasn't squatting in the apartment. That's what I thought no. was happening when you said, turn well, the lights off. When he was like, turn well, the lights it's, off. <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because turns out he was a few months behind on rent as well. Okay. Oh, Lord. And he's, he so works he in, wasn't quite squatting, but he was like sitting. He was avoiding he was. <laughs> because he stole his furniture and didn't pay his rent. And also... It was, must have been a rough season in his life because he's, and I still don't like Loki, still think this is the greatest scam job of all time. He was a consultant. I'm like, what the hell are you consulting on? Bro. And he would like, so a consultant can get like tens of thousands of dollars to like sit with you for a couple hours and give you some ideas for your business. And they're making money and it doesn't matter if it works out or not. They've got their check. They're gone. He was a consultant. He was, he was the wow. eternal scam. Everybody in LA, look, bro, everybody on a dating app in LA, all the men, when I tell you, when I see consultant, I'm like, okay, you ain't got no job. Like, <laughs> like that's, what are you consulting? Like, <sighs> especially because uh -huh. they'd be like consultant at consulting. What that right. mean? Uh -huh. Is, like, I feel like anybody could do that. I feel like when I yeah. get on the phone with my girlfriend and she's like, girl, I don't know if I should leave him. And then I give her advice. I'm like, is that consulting? I just consulted uh -huh. her and then gave her Then you send her advice. an invoice for $8,000. <laughs> Start invoicing <laughs> your friends. <laughs> yeah. if, if your friend is talking about the same raggedy-ass man, woman, you know, person for a long time, you got to just go ahead and hit them with an invoice uh -huh. on Venmo afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's like, you done <laughs> broke up with Day Day too many times for me to just Not day -day solicit child. for free. <laughs> Day, day, Lord. <laughs> I got Friday on the brain. But okay, so this man was still in the front. I like his scam. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. I actually like this guy. Um, is he's he trash. available? He's trash. <laughs> no, he's married now. He scammed some man into marrying him to get, I think, I think to get U.S. citizenship. This man I'm was a so foreigner. Now he's married to him. I don't know what's going on. Listen, I see That's him every now and That's why he was there. having you moving. He was like, great. I'm about Can to I tell you what? Car popping. So this, oh, this say, man and I. Can you see? Right? <laughs> Furniture robbery. Our rent is not paid. I can't. Not the full song. Wait a Lyrics minute. At all. No, Loki, our birthdays are one day apart. He's a little bit older, but our birthdays are one day apart in, in July. And every year, up until about a year or two ago, and we dated a decade ago, until about a year or two ago, he would text me every year on my birthday. And I do not have this man's phone number. I have not reached out to him. I have not. After that day I left, I think I saw him one more time after my grandma died, and I was real sad. And he came over, we had some sex on my couch, and then I sent him home again. But besides that, Why we I have not gone back. Why we got to keep bringing up the sex right. with this man, though? Like, <laughs> all it was. Multiple times. Listen, listen, great man. sex. I told listen, my mom about the great sex that nah, I had boo. with now, this man listen, who scammed me. I'm going to tell you this. We had sex for four listen. nights all day long. Listen, boo, I'm going to tell you this. I, hello, mother. I had great <laughs> yeah. sex with a man. He has quality <laughs> furniture. It's definitely wait, from CD2. Lacey, I want to point out, AJ sounds nothing like that. We keep doing this white voice every time. What's going on? Well, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like I'm triggered. Ooh, no, but like Loki, though, this man was a scammer. And he will call me every year and he'll be like, and for the first couple of years, I legit just didn't know who it was because you get a bunch of birthday messages, happy birthday. And, I, and my response is like, thank you so much. I'm sorry. Who is this? And every year he would get so mad that I wouldn't know his number. His ego was so, so bruised. And then after a few years, I knew exactly who it was. Well, didn't and you I see still, the previous No, text? no, no. Oh. I would delete it. I, oh. no, I delete I delete bad things out of my phone because I don't want the energy. Oh, you don't want there. that energy. Yeah. It's toxic. So then, so then, after a few <laughs> years, I would low key. I would low key be like, I don't know who this is. I'm so sorry. Who is this? And he would get, and I would just do it just to piss him off because I knew really it made him, him so him, mad. And then he stopped. Wow, AJ, mm. I see that the scam is still, it's still got a <laughs> right. He had every <laughs> detail to the scam because my scam right. is not that detailed. Uh, Email what? Uh, Emil, what's yours? 
Well, first of all, before I get into my scam really fast, I just want to point out that at the beginning of AJ's uh, tirade just now, his uh, scam Not great sex boyfriend, he said, <laughs> I'm a, I have a great discernment of character. I can tell so I don't get scammed. No, I right? don't, apparently. Ignore the boyfriend situation. I thought you were going to talk about the random email address that sent you something about your Facebook page talking about he can make thousands of dollars a oh, week no, on low, ads. Yeah, I fell for that or one once. I said, AJ, how are you going to make more money with these Facebook ads and the followers you have no, on your Facebook low page? Key, you get, how many times you get that email from like Mariella at Mariella.com or something? And she'd be right. like, listen, we want to pay you $600 a week for paid ads on your Facebook. And I was like, damn, I clicked the link one time like three, and four years ago. But you were starting to give this man or woman information. I was like, AJ, abort. Okay. Because Loki, they use a real website email address well, excuse I me, when it. i looked at it, i could tell it's a scam anyway uh. so that's aj getting scammed here's the thing mine really <laughs> isn't that long back when i used to work for this product this company and i was an on-camera host they took crafty away after a while i was there for a long time and then all of a sudden the budget which by the way that whole job was a scam within itself because we found out one day, and this is going to explain what I'm going to say in a second, but one day we found out that uh, the money that we thought was coming into the company was going to the, one of the CEOs or the owners, whatever. And then uh, we found out in addition to that, that the woman who was handling accounting was laundering funds away from the company off on the side. And because of this woman, the company went under and I got laid off from my job, found out two days after uh, the election. But here's the thing. Crafty used to be amazing. When I first started the job, I'm talking about they had every name brand. They had the Welch's gummies, the cheeses, the Rice Krispie treats. They had Say, like the want healthy some crab snacks. Legs. Right. They had everything. Yeah, if you don't work in Hollywood, Crafty's like just the food they feed right. you. Right. And there's trash Crafty that you can tell mm-hmm. they went to the Dollar Tree and there's like the so, real Crafty. And, and to explain even further, Crafty is like, so on set, you'll get meals um, that'll be prepared for you. But Crafty is something if you want to graze and snack in between um, meals so that you can stay, you know, awake, you know, go get a Red Bull, go get a sandwich, go get that. Right. So Bill saying that the Crafty was popping, you know, they was it having like was the elite hors d'oeuvres. They was having used to come home. With, no, he used to come home with a they backpack full of snacks. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It was stacked with snacks and meals were great. Like everything was great. So slowly then, the snacks started to yeah, it started to away. deteriorate to the point where they then locked up the snacks behind the cabinet and they had the front desk lady only put out a few snacks a day because they wanted to preserve what they had. So they have to go to Costco every five weeks. So here's you the thing. You went from crab legs to like a, a opened <laughs> uh, sleeve of saltines and they yes. were like, Yes. Someone was handing them out. Exactly. Like, and that, one, like a church that service. Was the, like a that wafer. was the fishiness of it. That was the fishiness of it. And then because of that, we would then have to start going to restaurants like around the way. So we would walk on our lunch break to these restaurants. And the, the place where I worked was in Beverly Hills. I was making after taxes less than $100 per shift for this hosting oh, job. It was trash. And you know the company I'm talking about. It was trash. Yeah, and that company's paying paying rent in Beverly Hills. They got money. Right. Five days a week. Well, no, it, I was freelance at that time because I was working at our restaurant at the same time and yeah. then simultaneously working there. And you know, at the restaurant we worked at, we got scammed because we weren't making nothing. We got this restaurant job across the street from Soho House and Boa Steakhouse. I'm like, oh, oh we about to be making money. We turned <laughs> we in like $2,000, $4,000 worth of tips, like individually, 
And then they would be like, okay, now we got to split it for everybody, including. Yeah. So we going to pay the bar bags. We're going to pay the dishwasher. We're going to pay the cooks. We're going to pay. And I was like, why are you not paying them a salary? Right. Why we got to give all of our money away? Yeah. And then that's when they started calling us mercenaries because we would start Listen. looking. I would, I would go through everybody's because I knew all the logins. <laughs> I would go through everybody's login and see how much money they made. And the people who made the least, I would go to the manager. I'd be like, okay, so you can cut Johnny. You can cut Fred. You can right. cut Tanya. You can cut... <laughs> It's like get them out of here because <laughs> like, I'm trying to make some money. They're not doing anything anyway. Let me can't let me handle it. No, so basically I wasn't I wasn't making money, but I had to go to these expensive restaurants and I was broke. And so I'm walking down the street. We went to get me and my uh, best friend Drew. We were walking down the street. Went to get like an acai bowl or something. We're walking back, and Drew is this beautiful chocolate queen. She's a model. She's a, a host to an Gorgeous. actress or whatever. So we walk together. And everybody's always like, and I'm sorry, we were in Beverly Hills. And, you know, there are some white people who like to just look at you a certain way. And they're like, oh, my God. And so they would come up to us. And they're what like, are you there's doing that voice here? again. You there's that voice again. That's how, that's how they talk, though. They were like, it's real. It's real. They're like, oh, my God. Hi, are you oh my a God. rapper? Or what they, do you they would, do for well, they would talk Are about, you a basketball player? They would talk about her hair. <laughs> then they would be like, are you guys a couple? Because you guys are. I'm like, no, I am gay. And then I would like flame <laughs> out. Like, we just, we turned to a joke. But then. A few months before, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm in a ball. Okay, ballroom. Okay, I get. So I'm over here sashaying down the way, and all of a sudden, sudden, all of a sudden, I start to get approached by these like psychics every couple of weeks, and these like street psychics. Oh, I remember when you tell me about this. Yes. So we're walking, and this guy with a turban on and, like, full garb, like, it was hot as hell outside. Okay, he, he was, was giving costume. I'm appreciating he was, it. Exactly. He was believable. He came up to he me. He looked and like I he forgot. got a future. He looked like exactly, he got a future. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, he comes up to me, and I'm thinking, okay, cool. And the, whatever he said when he initially came up to me, I was like, oh, my God. Because at that point, I was so gullible, and I believed everything. Oh, you came home and told me. I remember. I know. And he he hooked me in. And uh. so he's, like, telling me my fortune. He's like, there's going to be a great opportunity for you in April. And at the time. I had a call back recently. And I was like, oh, my God, that job starts in April. Oh, oh, this is it. Okay. Listen, you tell anybody in Hollywood, Los Angeles, there's a big opportunity around the corner for them. Listen, they're gonna, their ego is going to take I it. I believe it. it. He was looking up pilot season. He was like, what is <laughs> He's like, so I see a lot of shows happen around. Listen, he was hella authentic. And then. March. January. Then he pulled out like time. a. He put out a photo from his family in Bangladesh and he was like telling me this backstory about how he was blessed and all these different things. Then he told me to write down a number, write down a date and write down something else. And I swear I ripped it up or something. But then Drew was saying he must have done some mind magic stuff because somehow that paper was like in his other hand and he still had my ripped paper and he had the rip paper in one hand and this in another hand, like a new paper. He starts writing down numbers and dates and he got my stuff right. And I was like, Drew, how would he have known that? Because I ripped up the paper. And she was like, I don't know. So then this man tells me, I was like, oh, that's cool. But we have to get back to work. He's like, OK, well, in order for your fortune to come true and for you to be blessed in April, I need some monetary compensation. <laughs> I need 10 installments of nine ninety nine, okay. And then your dreams will come true. I love that this guy does close-up magic. He's also a magician. And then he came <laughs> in. He was like, now you're not going to get the dream if you don't cough up. But the here's dough. the thing. And I... 
I didn't did know what to him? do. Wait, wait, Lacey, don't judge me now because I felt some judgment. No, that's not judgment. I let you tell your scam. Let me tell mine. I have talked. <laughs> I've told people many times on this podcast. I've been scammed. I do scams. Like, and I don't do real like that guy from that uh, Groove Theory who who was attacking me on uh, Twitter. Guys, I don't actually do real scams <laughs> on people. So if anybody's named Lacey Mosley reaches out to you for some coin, it ain't me. But point me in their direction because I want my cut. But <laughs> I don't do real scams i do light petty scams but go ahead Emil. so you paid the man it's okay i i have i have been through many scams i was broke so you paid the man. This did, but this didn't make no sense no here's here's the thing i didn't have any cash i didn't have no cash so okay. i said to the, i said to the man i don't have cash i only carry around cards the man he then said, proceeds okay. to, <laughs> he points across the street to my building where i work where there's a bank of america he's like there's an atm right over there i'll wait <laughs> Lacey, when i tell you and this is no this lie no problem this is no lie. When I tell you, Drew and I were waiting at the crosswalk with this mind magician over here so he can get his funds. I go to the ATM and I was like, well, sir, how much? Like, I can take out a 20. He's like, uh. And I said, what do you want me to do? I am broke. I gave this man $80. I gave him $80. That was my whole day pay. That was all the money I made. That's a random number. How do you get to 80? Yeah, 80 even a hundred why did you just give him 20 <laughs> tell him that's all you had he would have took 20 50 or 100 he made makes it sense. seem like my, my my dream wasn't gonna come true and by the way why y'all nothing haggling happens. why y'all haggling <laughs> over your dream that ain't <laughs> that ain't how dreams work he talking about all right now for 25 you can have a quarter of your dream uh, <laughs> he got me y'all i was i was young dumb and broke listen he got me young dumb young dumb, dumb and young broke. dumb and broke <laughs> yeah. that's all of us well, guys we are 23 minutes in so we are gonna go ahead and get to our first segment hey y'all know the deal y'all know when the friends come on it's gonna be mess um guys what's hot in fraud this is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist or more often than not we get your letters guys as always scam got at gmail.com snitch on your friends and family just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what fuck up your bag exactly and guys it, this is a very kind of similar segment to confess your mess if you like to hear personal stories anecdotes anonymously told that are messy as hell you should definitely listen to Emil and aj's podcast uh but this is our uh listener letter for today uh i need a fake name Emil aj uh french french Frances francesco <laughs> Wow. You were struggling with that. The struggle to get there. Wow. So Francesco. So Francesco sends in a funeral procession scam. Oh, no. Hello, Miss Lacey. Not Miss Lacey. Okay, Francesco. That is not how Francesco talks. I have a scam for you. I don't know how I feel about it, though. LOL. Okay. So, so sadly, I lost my cousin just recently. Oh, I'm so sorry, Francesco. So I went to her funeral to say goodbye. After we left the funeral home, we did a procession to the burial site. Very common. You know, the police will come. The only time the police are not uh, harassing (laughs) black people when they're (laughs) following them. Um, You know, they'll come on the motorcycles and Uh they'll drive in front of you and behind you so that there's no traffic so that everybody can get to the uh, repast or the funeral home or wherever you're going, like, safely. Mm-hmm. Now on the day of GPS, you know, funeral processions seem not really necessary. You know, I yeah. saw one. I saw one in L.A. last week coming back from a gig. 
and I hadn't seen one out here in the 15 years I've lived here. Yeah, Back home, they one. put those little flags on your hood of your car, and uh-huh. so everybody has them. Mm-hmm. I don't see them out here. I saw one. So that way nobody can, like, sneak in just mm-hmm. trying to avoid traffic. <laughs> Try to, yeah, and, and, uh, we'll get there. But I will say, like, I feel like a funeral procession in L.A. is a flex because we have so much traffic. If you mm-hmm. can get all these cars in the line, that's a flex. It's like, I need that when I die. I need everybody to stop all the traffic. I wanted mm-hmm. uh, some James Corden dancers on the street mm-hmm. just, like, interrupting oh everything. God. All the way to Forest Lawn. All the way to Forest Lawn. We live (laughs) right by where they do that James Gordon stuff. And so we'll be driving sometimes like, oh, there's a full ass show happening. Can we please go? (laughs) Like, oh, look, there's Bella from Beauty and the Beast. That's going to stop up traffic for a while. (laughs) I feel like you could not do that in New York City. I feel like people would get out of their taxis and fight you. Like, Or they will just run over you. Or somebody's getting hit. Yeah. Right. At least in L.A., there's enough actors that they're like, ooh, maybe if I inch close enough to the uh, crosswalk, <laughs> yes. I'm going to be on James Corden tonight. Let me stick my head out the window. Right. Bottle and sugar, hi, this is my head shot. I'm trying to, like, get it in the, in the frame. <laughs> I just want oh, audition. I, I, I am living um, for these remixes. <laughs> so, uh it says during the procession, this van pulled up behind me, no sticker in the window, and I put and put on its flashers and headlights on and followed us through all the lights and stop signs like it was one of us. I thought maybe it was someone who got separated from our group somehow, <laughs> even though the funeral home was pretty vigilant about getting everyone a sticker. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. Well, clearly you were, Francesco. Like you was like, hold on, this who is in that van? Is it A. Alice? Who is in the van? <laughs> So it says, but then maybe a few blocks from the graveyard, it pulled into a parallel parking spot, smooth as ice. I thought to myself, they live near a graveyard and seem to be so confident about it, LOL. Like most of us in the procession, we were so much more hesitant when it came to light. So I wondered if they do this all the time. Oh, and then there's some nice stuff here at the bottom. Thank you so much, Francesco. So I will say maybe this person works near the funeral home, lives near the funeral home, and they catch a procession whenever they can because, you know, traffic is crazy. I mean, that would be a, that would be the smart move to make, honestly. That's sort of iconic. First yeah. and foremost, sorry about your loss, Francesco. That is the yeah. sender love. But also, yeah, if you'd be living near there, you're like, okay, traffic in L.A., we all know it. I, I can't I, – how many times have you thought to yourself, I got to move out of the city. I can't do it one mm-hmm. more time. And then you sit in that traffic for a couple hours and you finally – you get through it. But if I live near a funeral home or something, I'd probably be, I'd probably be doing it. Side note. I'm over here. I forgot I took an edible. And so while y'all were talking, I was like, wait a minute, Francesco, that's such a unique name. And then I forgot we made it up. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are well, in for an episode Frank, today. Frank, Frankie, Francis, or Francesco. I can't remember. We landed it's on Francesco. Francesco, damn. What are so we can have twins. Okay, so, so when we have Ooh. twins one day, uh, how about if it's a guy and a girl? Uh, we're non-binary. We can just name them. But Francesco and Francesca. We're not doing that. That's a terrible idea. Carry on. So, <laughs> y'all are a fool. Um, so, I will say that I think this is a great scam. If I was whoever was in this van, I would keep, like, a veil in my van. I'd be like, oh, there they go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw that joint on. <laughs> and slide. I slide right in every time. Like, Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so a black sad. one, of course. Yes. <laughs> and a full veil in my car. Like, oh, no, we got to head, the yeah. red light. Ooh. And a headshot just in case, of well, course. Also, if, the, if he said the funeral home uh, had stickers or something, I would go to the funeral home and be like, can I get some extra stickers? They're like, for what? I, just for memory. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my scrapbook. <laughs> if you know, I bet you you could go to the funeral home at any time and be like, hey, I need some stickers because uh, we, okay. we out front for the loss. We out front for the loss. No, here's what you do. Of, who? You. of who? Hold on. Let me look at y'all program. Brown. Uh, Gertie. 
Dirty. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, Lacey. This is the scam. Here's the play. Okay. Here's what you do. You pretend like you're an elementary school or like middle school student mm-hmm. doing a school project. How and you gonna you... do that as an adult? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Figure out. Here it is. Here it is. You write them letters. You send letters. And you ask them, and you send them a, 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 an envelope with a stamp, and you ask them to send you those. And say you're doing a collage uh, of funeral homes and the way that we honor See, our loved ones. Because Loki, when I was like... a kid, this is real. Okay. When I, I found out, I I was told one time <laughs> we had to do a class project where we had to learn about companies and corporations and how you could write them a letter and they would send you something and i i picked a chocolate chip cookie company and they sent me a box of chocolate chip cookies what in the year mail. was that well i was in like sixth grade so i started low-key sending little letters to people all the time and i would get random was stuff that in, in the, the mail that 80s but i'm saying that can still happen if you just tell them you're a kid they're not they don't want to hurt a kid. i think it'll be easier just to walk in you might get a few yeah this is you a lot also, a you're, you're requiring too much of the funeral home like they are right. doing the body and okay, now they gotta go you. mail you some damn right. stuff. i tell you it makes me I told you, I told you at the top of this thing, I get nervous breaking rules, so I can't go in so person and do it. So instead of just asking for stickers, you're going to come up with a fake story about somebody dying yes, to get some stickers? there's no connection AJ, to me. Get a AJ prefers box, to do mail fraud. AJ prefers to do mail fraud. He's like, no, I stick to mail fraud. Face-to-face is just a little too, uh, you know, uncomfortable for me. But I love Lord. a mail fraud. No, I'm going in there, and I'm just be like, hey, uh, we with the ones who just left. Oh, the, the Thompsons? Yeah, 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 yeah. We need some more uh-huh. car stickers because uh, some cousins pulled up from Arizona. Uh, right. We have a, like, <laughs> right. They were late, yeah. And then I, I'm like always having a funeral profe- procession sticker on my car and, and there's no one in a procession. I'm just running lights. <laughs> mm-hmm. People like hella nice to you. They're getting out of your way. They're like sending you their, their, their you love. They're the praying for you. You ain't see the sticker? Like, damn, she got somebody die every week. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. She's, go, she's going through it. Yo, that's right, good, so though. guys, we're gonna take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be back with historic hoodwings. Scams! I love fashion. Okay, but we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits. And you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's. And enter the code GODDESS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code GODDESS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. March into spring with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered 500 megabits internet for $39.99 per month, plus a $100 gift card and price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with a free modem, free installation, and free Wi-Fi your way home. 
Safeguard your network from cyber threats and manage user access for all connected devices with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires May 6, 2024. Learn more at breezeline.com. We're back, and it's time for my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwinks. This is when I will regale AJ and Emil with a famous con, caper, maybe group of criminals, um, and we'll see. So uh, I just want to give you guys a note. like The monetary figures in this episode have been converted from USD to AUD. Um, I'm a person I know what AUD is. What kind of, what a dollar is that? Australian? Yeah, that? I, I know. I'm like, uh, it is. Australia? Yeah, it's Australia. Okay. I was right. right. Yeah. Look at me knowing other people's coins. I want to go to <laughs> Australia, but they got lots of like uh, animal insects that like every other day they be talking about a new spider or something mm-hmm. on the ground that's killing you. I'm like, but also that's a long flight. I feel like, like God started the plague first at Australia. He was like, we'll just get the, pa- the plague <laughs> popping slowly. You know, Australia <laughs> was all prisoners back in the day, right? Yeah. You know how that's Australia started? Mm-hmm. Just prisoners. Mm-hmm. And now they're all, now they're bad boys and girls. Wait, everybody right. was a prisoner? Go. Well, kind of. Yeah, it was like a like an island where they would send off like yeah. from Europe and like they would send their so it was criminals like over the there. The indigenous people, the aboriginal people mm-hmm. that inhabited it originally before like the white man came and right. then they sent like prisoners I think, there. I think that's why I was And then they about. enslaved the aboriginal people the and then they made this whole thing. The aboriginal people were there before yeah. it was a prison yeah. thing though, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But then they like kind of enslaved them and took over their country and then sent prisoners there. Lord, I mean, you Ugh. know, colonialism. You know, I gotta right. apologize for that. You know, I just like I, real quickly as the white man on this. I got. I feel like I gotta apologize. Oh for my god, for AJ. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Thank you for that apology. It's, oh my god, is racism disappearing? It's over. No. It's over. <laughs> Reparations. There they are. I see it evaporating oh, right now, like Thanos. Um, so from a young age, Jody Harris built a criminal career stealing identities and committing large-scale fraud. She was an expert at emptying bank accounts and wooing policemen. Ooh, is, it, is she a baddie? I need a photo. Mm-hmm. Which earned her the reputation as the con queen of Australia. The con queen of Australia. Uh, damn, I can't do it. Uh, Lazidis. The con queen Australia. Oh, this is oh, her. There she okay. is. That car. Con yourself into a better ride, honey. Oh, is that a Pontiac? Can we zoom Ooh. in a little bit more? That's rough. Okay. So Jody's not hard on the eyes. I don't know no. what this outfit is about. I thought she was going to give us more, you know, Sofia Vergara or something. Right. She's relatable. That's the thing. That's how she conned you. But the policeman? I- well, the policeman, you know. So, <laughs> so Jody Harris was born in Queensland, Australia. She began befriending police officers at Melbourne Police Station, telling them she was 20 years old. She started a relationship with one officer and told him that she was the daughter of an advertising executive and had attended a prestigious Brisbane girls' school. He only found out her true age when she crashed his car. In disgrace, he moved overseas. So Jody committed a series of other fraud at a young age, including what would become her signature move, impersonating a police officer. She had begun stealing the identities and money from victims using a variety of disguises, elaborate stories, and unmitigated confidence to convince people that she was who she wasn't. I That's love the that. part, I... though. It's the confidence for me that I got to kind of respect it. Because if you do things confidently, people don't have any reason to question you. Like, mm-hmm. if I come, if I came up to y'all when I met Emil at the restaurant, I was like, hi, I'm Lacey, like... He wasn't going to be like, are you? Like, <laughs> right. We work you know in an I mean? entire industry of just overly confident people who are succeeding well beyond their skill level. Who was, what was the name of the woman who came up on the screen? So, yes. 
She had like an obsession with cops. Her career grew. She funded her taste in luxury goods and hotels by occasionally stealing documents from staff and guests at her swanky getaways. Despite the growing success, she seemed to be obsessed with the police. She had stolen a police badge and used it to pass herself off as a detective, getting a license from victims in order to steal their identities. Wow. Oh, no. So she would show up, flash a badge, and be like, okay, run me your social security, run me your driver's license, I got to do a background check. Sir, I'm, I, you said I was jaywalking. Yeah, yeah, but I got to do a background check, uh, just make sure uh, that J ain't an L. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, also, Loki, you could give me every single bit of information, every number, every address, everything that you have, and I still wouldn't know what to do with it. Like, I would have no idea, like, how do I make money off this? Oh, I wouldn't I even know. I could figure it out. Listen, right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it ain't that hard, AJ. Go ahead and run me everything. Oh, actually, we'll talk off camera. I don't want to incriminate <laughs> myself. So she managed to convince a Melbourne, Brisbane police, excuse me, Melbourne and Brisbane police on separate occasions that she was an undercover officer and gained access to their facilities. Wow. She was like, she did a blue streak. She was like, yeah, yeah, I work here. Um, she came in with a box of donuts and was like, I've been transferred. And they were like, from where? Oh, she was like, the police. I'm trying to think I mean, of another place in, in all like of Australia. <laughs> Sydney. I'm from. I'm mean, from the Sydney branch. It's right. not, but that's. I, I take some type of skill. They don't I'd be, be paying so, attention. I'd be sweating through my arms, like my armpits. I'd be so nervous. Listen, sweating Jody through was... my arms. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be sweating through my arms, y'all. So. <laughs> According to police sources, she had even been given access to confidential information about police operations and was issued a gun when she accompanied police on a drug raid. Wait, they just gave her a gun? See, there's some... there's some. <laughs> Does she have documentation? You gotta that... be a bad bitch to just show up with some donuts and a story and they like, all right, here you go. Here's a gun. Oh, <laughs> wow. Shut it all down. What size you wear? What size you wear? We're gonna get you some new police uniform outfit. She come in with the the, the tearaway police outfit uh, for strippers. And they were like, well, Jody, Jody, your pants is falling off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all, can y'all run me another uniform and a gun? <laughs> I left mine at my other precinct. Yeah, give me a Glock. I am done. <laughs> give me a Glock. <laughs> like, what is going on in Australia Police Department that niggas just run up and be like, yeah, but I Loki, do work you here. know, Loki, every time this happens though in America, we hear about all these shootings all the time. Mm -hmm. They had one mass shooting in like the 1990s and they shut that shit down and haven't had one since. So they're doing something right, but apparently they're giving everybody guns. Yeah, just letting random now, people come why, in and get guns. Why did you have to bring up our country? Like, that's very embarrassing. Like, you know, our country is very I know. embarrassing. I know. <laughs> it's a little bit trash right now. I get it. I get it. And for right also, yeah. the last 400 years, for the last 400 years, I get it. Listen. Some of us white people American catching up. American shit since 1619. Listen, <laughs> let them know. So during this time, Jody also continued to steal the hearts of police officers across Australia and supposedly lived with a New South Wales detective for six months. What? That's not a good detective. He's a detective and he did not know? Like a background Look, check on her? They all shady, I'm telling you. Come man. on. He knew. He was he inspecting that coochie. Exactly. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, no, I'm going to ride this out, and I'm going to let Jody ride me. Go ahead. Uh-uh. <laughs> so here are some examples of her scams over the years. So for a decade, Jody continued to have a rather successful career. Despite, and yes, we are calling her career robbery. That's her career. Mm -hmm. That's her chosen yeah. profession, okay? Okay, okay. So she was very successful, okay? CEO of... 
crime, you know, um, despite her relationships with the police. She posed as doctors, psychologists, business managers, and even said that she was the niece of a late mafia boss, Mario Condello. So she's even pretending to be in the mob. Well, that keeps Wait, people off your back. I mean, yeah. she had it covered from all angles. Right. She was working at hitting them angles. Okay, one time a woman hit her head in Melbourne Century City Square and Jody, taking advantage of the situation, posed as a doctor and swooped in to drive her to the hospital. No. Um, no. At the I'm hospital, sorry. she told the woman's father that she was a nurse and caught him <laughs> out of enough information to change the woman's bank password and steal $8,000. Wait. What? Wait, this lady this lady is injured in the hospital and she over here still worrying about yeah. her cons. Listen, you got to be some kind of cold. You literally just drove this woman to the hospital, probably heard her crying to you, okay. sharing her darkest like fears that she's going to like die and then you steal from her. her? She drove her to the hospital like some would say that's an ambulance. Oh, you know? so then she got her ambulance fees. Yes. So she yes. got her ambulance fee. How do we know Jody wasn't anyway. like, wee, woo, wee, woo, right. wee? Well, How do we know real. Jody didn't steal a funeral home sticker and run all the she's, lights for my sis? Like she's like is. the Uber of ambulances. Period. Yes. Okay. I'm going to start doing Uber for people who can't afford ambulances, <laughs> a.k.a. most of our country. <laughs> Like, no, 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 like, call Lacey, call Lacey. She'll be here at 25. No, I got you. She's All about right, $1,000 some... cheaper. <laughs> we got Tylenol. In... Okay, lay them in the back seat. Lay them in the back seat. Put the tarp up. Okay, well, we got I Tylenol. He was in the hospital weeks ago, and I took him to the hospital in the back seat, curled up in a ball, like literally in pain. And I, yeah. I got to invoice you. Yeah. I'm going to invoice wow. you now. You agree, you agree <laughs> wait, with her. Wait, wait. Y'all can't see my face, but if you would have <laughs> saw my face just now, I was like, wait, hold up. Because what we're not going to do is that. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know, Emil. I, I saw AJ driving past and he had one fist out the window talking about wee woo wee woo wee woo. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic was moving. They was moving to the side. So like, we're going to make this like believable. Everybody Ooh. move out the way. My ambulance going to have Gatorade. It's going to have Tylenol. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those electrolytes. Yes, I, I support. I'm going to have the three leftover Cody's for my tooth extraction. You know, you can have that. We're going to have water. Okay. And we're going to have ambient music. It's going to be vibes in there. You know what I mean? Ambient music. <laughs> if I'm ever in your ambulance, uh, I would like smooth jazz. You need to do like a request form for either the... If, if they're... If they're <laughs> Or I mean, if it's if you like drama, I can put on someone. Please call nine one. Tell them my husband shot. They get in there. You got a little clipboard. Please check the vibe and mood that you would like for your ambulance ride. <laughs> right. Listen. So technically, I'm just gonna say my good sis Jody was an ambulance, so she had to get her ambulance fee. Uh, makes sense to me. So. One of her victims told police she was even able to change all my personal details on the cards to hers to the point where when I tried to change them back to mine, I could hardly prove who I was anymore. Wow. That is identity theft. Like, she really stole the identity. Like, she drive you. That would drive me nuts. If somebody's like, no, they're like, well, no, they think I'm the criminal. I'm like, no, 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 no. He stole my shit. I'm the I'm actually him. I'm sorry, Mr. AJ, if that's your name, you're getting really loud. Um, Of course I'm getting loud. You're getting really loud in the bank. I'm getting heated (laughs) now. I I can't do the A's. 
I really am Lighting high. Lighting the bank. I, I was over here sitting here. I thought I was watching a scene right now because I'm looking at Lacey and she's to act. So go ahead. Keep That's going. what no, was also, happening, Emil. <laughs> no, I feel like this is no. This is like an advertisement for our podcast, Confess Your Mess, because she was actually our first guest on Confess Your Mess. Oh and her confession gosh, had to was. do with her accent. Listen. You have to listen to understand what the confession was, but I feel like we're yes. back. Yes, Ugh. we are. So, but yes, so there, you know, she's taking people's identities for real, for real. Like, you know, right. you hear about a little credit card for us. She was like, no, I am you now. You can't get you back. It was like, what, do you want to start over? Like, do, would you like a new name? She's like, no, I would like my, my the one I had. Mm, we don't believe that's you. Um, so, <laughs> another time, Jody walked into a boutique posing as a business manager. She spent $600 and invited the boutique's owner out to coffee. Mm. I don't like going to coffee. I feel like coffee is a scam thing. I actually just unmatched with somebody on Hinge because they were like, let's go to coffee. I'm like, what do you want from me? No. Mm. <laughs> That is real. I used to do the coffee thing in my 30s a lot. And like one person would always be asking the other per- person for like an introduction or some sort of advice or something every single time. Mm-hmm. Every half the time single it was time. Me. <laughs> I mean, right. And listen, I'm not mad at the scam, but I can't be having it ran on me. I I uh, matched with some guy and he said he was in some other profession. You know, if people say marketing, advertisement, all that type of shit, and they don't have consulting and they don't have like mm-hmm. specific company. I'm like, this is a lie. You, well, because you, you know, you know how like Starbucks is successful because they like for an entire generation of people, it was like a luxury item, and it makes people all like whether you're a multimillionaire or you're like lower middle income, you feel kind of fancy when you carry a Starbucks, right? It's like a nice elevated sort of coffee experience as opposed to like Folgers from like the 80s. Damn, right? do you work for them? No, no, I'm just saying. I was, <laughs> saying, I was like, you're saying, telling me no, on but, this. But Loki, I understand Why the business model. Why you gotta drag model. Folgers no, in No, I it. understand the business model. Right. So for me, That's so coffee. Up. It's Folgers if somebody, in your cup, damn. If somebody is gonna, it, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Can I tell you a secret? I had, I had, a, I dated a boyfriend in college, my college sweetheart, and he used to sing the best part of waking up is AJ in your, figure it out. So, oh, but, wow. Mm-hmm, I'm a morning <laughs> guy. Said it. I'm a morning guy. <laughs> The word is butt, ladies and gentlemen. But also, um, so coffee is that thing like when you're when you're broke and you're trying to come up and you're trying to like get like I don't know like a producer mm-hmm. or like somebody to like sit down with you and like hear your idea or consider you for a, a gig, right? You're like, oh, let me take you to coffee because Loki, you can't afford the whole lunch or the dinner. Mm-hmm. You can just mm-hmm. afford the coffee. So if somebody asks you if they could take you to coffee, it's because they're broke. Yeah. And like I, I get it in LA. Everybody's on these dating apps, going like six to apps or six dates a day. That that starts to add up. But with me, you gonna take me to dinner, or I'm not talking to you. And, and he had his Instagram on the hinge. And then when I looked at the Instagram, I saw we had mutuals. And then I saw he was like, like maybe a few scrolls back, he was like, they, I, I had so much fun on this like random ass TV network that you can only get in certain cities. And I was like, oh my god, this man is an actor. He's <laughs> oh trying to gosh. go out with me so he could get advice. And I just like unmatched immediately. I was like, oh god. Oh. I'm going to have to get off the apps. It's not working for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> oh I need to get some unraveling. corporate friends. She's unraveling right now. Oh, my oh. God. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, back to Jody. So, while at coffee, Jody mm-hmm. managed to steal the woman's license with which she accessed her bank accounts and stole over $60,000. Well, that's real money now. Oh, my Wait, God. so let me just walk this back for you. Jody walks into a boutique. Posed as a business manager, she spent $600. So she dropped some cash up front to be like, I got coins, honey. I'm that bitch. Probably mm-hmm. walked in with the drip, right? So that's like the bait, right? 
That's the bait. So now this business uh, uh, boutique owner is probably like, oh, she spent $600. Like, it was nothing. She didn't even look at nothing she picked up. Oh, she must have money. She was like, oh, you got money. So when Jody was like, let's go to coffee, she was like, mm-hmm. yes, please. And then when they went, she somehow managed to steal all her information and then got her bank account and stole 60 grand. That's, that's a good wild. that's a good return on your investment. Right? 600 bucks right. for 60 grand? What's wow. That? That's like 10,000. It's a lot. I don't know. No, I'm that's the wrong numbers. math. That's definitely the wrong math cuz 10,000 times 600. Oh lord. Cuz mm-hmm. 10 it's like 100% return. <laughs> Wait, you did math on our no, podcast too and you nailed it. You were you good. Add, you add a zero, that's 6,000. Uh-huh. So it's a so it would be 100 cuz you would have to add two zeros. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so 600 times 100. Oh, yes, yeah, that's four it's zeros. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. We did yeah. math, y'all. Everybody clap for math. Clap for math. Math with Lacey. <laughs> Reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know we do it all on Scam Goddess. I know somebody oh was God. screaming at the uh, radio or iPods like, bitch, it's 100. <laughs> I, I got there. I got there, okay? I was like, Harry does the wrong. Curry, another zero. Okay. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Andrew Twinning, by 2006, detectives across the Southeast and, our, uh, Southeast and Australia were hunting for the unknown woman who had been traveling across the country, impersonating a variety of professions, stealing identities, and draining them bank accounts. Who she was draining them. Uh, it was also around this time that she met Andrew Twinning on a dating site. Woo, Okay. Damn, Andrew is in it too. Look at him smiling in this photo. They took a photo at dinner and she holding his hand like, yeah, baby, we in love. And he's got that classic sweater undershirt yeah. combo. Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. That's money. You know he got money. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. That the I got money, but I still buy clothes from Eddie Bauer. Right. Uh, I wear new balances and dad right. jeans. Cause yeah. I don't got time for fashion because I'm mm-hmm. making money. Bye, bye, but sell, see, sell. You look at that back table, it's grainy, but they 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 eating good. But also there's, the a pep, there's a pepper mill. Does that which look is like fancy. lobster? It looks yeah. like some lobster and vegetables. There's is artwork on the wall. On that, uh-huh. Marina. Mm-hmm. Can we see can we zoom anymore? It could okay. be. Now that boat looked ratchet, but I don't know how yeah. to show you. I didn't want to say nothing about the boat. I didn't want to judge the boat now. <laughs> it's a nice, a nice, boat, a nice cabernet. That boat is giving like home goods. We went and got a painting. You uh-huh. know, it's actually giving Ross. We went and got a painting. Home yeah, goods yeah. would never, would never. For real. For yeah. Real. Okay. So you know, but he taking her on a date. Obviously, the date went well enough that he want to smile into a camera with her. You know, and she mm-hmm. got the titties titting. She got up sitting Make on the table. Listen. But Loki, can we just mention that doesn't really look like a restaurant. It looks like somebody's house. Like it doesn't nah, give you restaurant you vibes. Have, but like what? it's against the wall like that. You don't just have oh, a yeah, tablecloth. Right. Okay. Yeah, and that house. other like that that iced tea looking cup. That's like the curved mm, glasses they fancy. only have in yeah, restaurants. Mm-hmm. But they don't have those type of fancy restaurants. So now I'm questioning whether or not this is fancy. Well, maybe they were grabbing a quick lunch. They're at Buca de Beppo. That's right. They're at Buca de Beppo. It's the Capri Room. By Dorit Kelmsley from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's where they are, the Capri Room. It's giving buka. It's definitely giving buka. (laughs) So, (laughs) Andrew Twinning was, believe it or not, a Victorian policeman. Okay, so he ain't got any money like that. It it was giving buka. He's dressed like a policeman, yeah. Jody had told him that she was a Virgin Airways hostess. Okay, so... I appreciate the versatility in Jody's professions. Jody reads, because like... How are you making up Wait, all that, these? Is that, said, is that a flight attendant? Say, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they don't call them stewardesses anymore. They call them flight attendants, but I guess maybe they call them hostesses. Or okay. maybe she was just a hostess. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I work for Virgin. You ain't never rode them and they do the dance. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm to the left, left. You got to look when they doing the big number. 
I'm done. What is it? We love to fly. Go on and live it on up in the sky. Virgin America knows this is a place that you want to be. Come away with me. Come away with me. Yeah. Listen, I, I used to fly Virgin a lot. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We could not tell at all. Didn't they go under? No. They're going uh, they got America's bought out gone. by Alaskan. Alaskan. They got bought out by Alaska Airlines. So now yeah. they're about to be ass. Because Virgin was the only plane that they would give you some mood lighting, give you a little It was purple. like a club. It was, yeah. yeah, it was the mood lighting for yeah. me. That Good. purple light. And mm-hmm. I was like, now wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep well on this flight because I it's a vibe. It's mm-hmm. a vibe. Virgin was giving vibes, bro. Remember, you could, like, you, you, could, you could like text people at other seats and you could like send them like direct messages and stuff on there. They had that like like chat app on there. She could like flirt with somebody. And, like, <laughs> they were trying three. to get you to hook up. Right. <laughs> they yeah. wanted the mile yes. high. They were like, we have a bathroom that's just for fucking. On um, Virgin, we want you to join the mile high club, okay? So y'all text y'all seatmates to see what's You good. might come on here, a virgin, but you ain't going to leave a virgin. I am oh. done. We got the drinks popping. It's like you can get bottle service on the Virgin flight. It's like, what? She has a sparkler, y'all. Ain't that against FAA rules? <laughs> oh, Richard Branson was like, turn it up. He was like, I want every flight to be like me on my private plane, but for the regular folks. But Alaskan mm-hmm. Airlines probably going to fuck that up because they cheap. So that was a good time, though. Except for after yeah. a while flying Virgin, I didn't want to hear the whole song. I was like, well, can we get the radio edit? Like, we really got to go through the whole thing? Like... Put your seatbelt well, in the back. Did it Todd Rick Hall do the virgin? Yeah, Todd did, did a virgin. Yeah, I remember yeah, that one. Wow. Yeah, I remember it that was one. Lit. I used to send him that video every so I texted to him every single time I get on that plane, and then after about three or four times, he probably got sick of it. And he's like, okay, you fly. He's like, I get this every day. Yes, I know. Virgin America knows this is where you want to be. Fly away with me. Yeah, I get it. Damn. But I will say after a while, I came to really enjoy the old school dry, like the the flight attendant comes out and she holds up a seatbelt like she is just so through and she's mm-hmm. like, fasten it like this. Make sure that you put the air on yourself before the air on somebody else. I came <laughs> to enjoy that because it was shorter and it was, you know, quicker. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So she says she she flying away with me. OK, she working at Virgin America. OK. So that way, she had a plausible alibi, alibi when she would de- like disappear for days at a time. So she said, I'm a flight hostess. That way, oh. when she needed to go disappear, yeah, See, I don't to think do like that. Crying. That's smart. I'm not a scammer. Mm-hmm. I don't think like that. That's Damn, I'm going to tell the next dude I don't want to really be with, but I want to keep dating that I'm a flight attendant. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Popping in, popping out of his life. He ain't have no question. I'm like, boo, I'm so sorry. I could not get your text from 35,000 feet. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, You know, I stay in the 35,000, you know, so. <laughs> I am done. Like, land is really hard for me, but I'll see you when I see you. So... While Andrew thought she was working on flights, she was instead stealing from flight attendants on flights. Damn, wait. They <laughs> so, don't have money. I mean, some of them do. Do they? I don't know. During one business flight to Queensland, <laughs> Jody sat next to a flight attendant named Leah. While Leah was in the restroom, Jody nabbed her license and using it alone managed to steal $16,000 from Leah's account over five separate occasions. Her entire haul in Queensland amounted to $52,000 in cash and goods. Andrew had no idea about his girlfriend's true identity until Victoria Police colleagues informed him that he was dating a criminal while on a cruise with his parents. Damn, I know that probably what? fucked up the captain's dinner. He was on a cruise right. with mom and daddy. And they were like, he was like, man, I met this woman, Jody. Oh, my God. When y'all meet her, I swear. And they're like, sir. <laughs> he talking her up. 
Nah, she's got the best heart. Yeah, no, nah, I see her. I see her once every three weeks when she's not uh, flying. But we in love. She got the best furniture in her house. I'm telling you, Z Gallery. You knock on it, like no corkboard in sight. We love Z Gallery. We do. Our pillows came we from do. Z Gallery. Uh-huh. Classy. So mm-hmm. Jody immediately went on the run and taunted police with phone calls and photos of herself. Not you sending photos to the police. <laughs> what is? I think that maybe when Jody dated that police officer when she was real young, it made an impact on her. And maybe after that, she was like, "Fuck the police," but not for like legitimate reasons. She was just like, "My boyfriend left town because I lied to him about my age. Now I hate the police." <laughs> But honestly, like, she might have lied to him about her age, but any grown-ass man or grown-ass human being can tell when somebody is a minor. There's very rare cases, and I'm not going to say any because I don't want to be mean, where somebody does not look like they are a minor. (laughs) Speak on it. Yeah. Speak Mm -hmm. on it. So it's like, he was a little creepy. Like, don't rule that out. So, Mm -hmm. um... She's taunting the police. Like, she's almost giving me serial killer vibes where she's just like wants to kind of be caught or wants the attention once like she's like tell them it was me let them know it was jody <laughs> why have to have a cadence like that it was me jody <laughs> jody <laughs> so a week after the first herald sun a melbourne newspaper published its first story about jody in 2006 she called senior detective paul Bertoncello's office and told him where she had been living. Damn, now she calling the police and being like, okay, so this is where I was staying at. <laughs> if you want me, come and get me, coppers. Being hella dramatic. Go ahead, Jody. So authorities arrived at a vacated apartment union <laughs> unit and found a Queensland police badge, a Victoria police shirt, and a virgin blue hostess outfit along with a name tag, pin, crew bag and tags now why is she sitting them on this little goose chase wait she got them doing the scavenger hunt so she calling she's saying so now you're gonna go to this address she wants to get busted meet me in the park at three (laughs) (laughs) to arrest me yeah coppers it's like jody i'll be playing a cop yeah i'll be dressed as a police officer figure it out oh jody had time today i'm done Oh, I'll be dressed as a tree. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Since what? I'm confusion. So oh. Senior Sergeant Glenn Davies said, it's like a scenario from the Leonardo DiCaprio film, Catch Me If You Can. I've been thinking Are about you- this entire time. The whole time I wanted to say that reference, but I, I, I couldn't think of that movie. Yeah. So it's earning Jody the nickname of Australia's Catch Me If You Can Thief. I'm going to say it doesn't really ring on the ear. I feel no. like it doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue. No, no. <laughs> Maybe in the accent, yep. Australia's catch me if you can, thief. Oh, okay, it actually sounds actually better sounds there. Better, yeah. That sells it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So getting caught. While still on the cruise ship, Andrew told authorities everything he knew about Jody and agreed to help them set a trap for her when he returned to Australia. Damn. Damn. He gave in. you a quick. Andrew really like did a 180 and gave her up. Probably because he was embarrassed. His mama and daddy were I was there. about to say, he got embarrassed in front of his parents. He was like, damn, I'm like a 40. How old is that man? He, he was. He's a grown man. He's a detective <laughs> who didn't detect shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Poor Andrew. Oh, damn. He didn't detect nothing. No radar. <laughs> Wow, radar completely off. <laughs> radar said, doo, doo, doo. Yeah, So he started <laughs> questioning his whole life. He's like, I didn't even know the woman that I... Go ahead. They're like, Andre, we didn't raise you. I can't do it. <laughs> it immediately went cockney. Okay, so when he returned, he asked Jody to meet him, and she took the bait. Damn, mm, Jody, mm, see this? Mm. Come on, Jody! 
You know you she's can't trust up. these men. She's slipping up. These hoes ain't loyal. So the second she got in his car, officers swooped in and the con queen of Australia was finally arrested. When she was captured, Jody was carrying with her a cache of more than 100 fake IDs, including driver's license, passports, Medicare cards, credit cards, mobile phones, SIM cards. So damn, she was getting Medicare. She was like, yeah, I need an eye appointment. I need to get my pap smear. Yeah, today I am... Uh, I'm Josh Simpson. Yeah, can y'all? How she my- keep track of a bunch of SIM cards? Right. Like I, Jody was smart, man. Or was she? I hope she had yes. like a little folders. Like how you got that many IDs on you at once? Like wh- how do you choose which one do you? Yeah, use? and also where is she? Oh, I guess she could have had her purse and stuff. But yeah, that would get confusing. She got like a little uh, one of those little card books, the spiral books. She just scroll through. Hold on, right, right. now. Uh, yes, Rachel. <laughs> So Yo, right now we have a photo. Of all the cards, the passports, the IDs. Wait, there's a the couple California cards. IDs up there too. You see those right in the middle? Oh yeah, yeah. Is Yo, Jody scam? was getting Whoa. it. Jody, how you scammed all the way to California? Dang. Wow, mm-hmm. she was scamming, Jody. scamming all over the world. We love to see it. So, as Jody was led to prison, she showed a tattoo on her wrist to journalists and yelled about her presumably ex-boyfriend, Andrew. He's got a matching tattoo on his... <laughs> I wish I could do this. Yeah. He's got a... <laughs> He's got a matching tattoo on his arse. <laughs> I can't do it. He's got a matching tattoo on his arse, right cheek, exactly the same. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this photo of Jody. I just see like the the pain in her face. She was like, I almost got away with it too if it wasn't for that damn Andrew. Wow. Damn. She does look mad. She's like, Andrew, how could you do this to me? And she's like, <laughs> We got matching tattoos. You got it on, you got it on your ass. I got it on my wrist. Mm. But that's like, commitment. She was going all in. I think she actually loved Andrew. Yeah. Matching tattoos, that's that ratchet love, you know? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I, and that's real. You know, that's that kind of, we key your car. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she got out of jail and then start fucking around with Andrew again. You know, that, that's, Listen. that's that hustle and flow, sweaty, no air conditioning, tongue kiss love. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> So, Jody faced a series of sentences and parole across North South Wales, Victoria and, Br- <laughs> and Brisbane for her crimes, which totaled over 100 counts. Wow. They got in there and they were like, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> she pretended to be in the police. Two. <laughs> she robbed a bitch at coffee. Three. <laughs> Lord. She was ganking on the plane for she stole from it. Like, it's just like, damn. Oh, wow. This is this is sad. So on September 2006, at the age of 28, Jody pleaded guilty to stealing $130,000 from 33 victims of North South Wales. Wait, wait, wait. wait. She was 28. She was 28. She was 28 okay, going on let, 46. Let me tell y'all, because Jody was aging uh-uh. because of all the stress from trying to keep up with these multiple identities. <laughs> she was carrying the weight of a lot of lies. I did not think she was 28. Dang. Yo, I bet going into Starbucks is very triggering for Jody. They'd be like, coffee for Jim? She's like, fuck, is that me today? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Anytime somebody name get called, she looking like, is that They talking about me? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's stress. That's too much stress, Jody. So I then can't. the Melbourne County Court, Harris Police... Uh, 
or excuse me, Harris, Jody Harris, pleaded guilty to 36 counts relating to 15 victims, including stealing $90,000 from several banks. To this day, Jody's investigators grudgingly admit that she's the best female confidence swindler Australia's ever seen. I don't know. Maybe you just need to take the female off and put her up there with the best. Like, I feel like police officers, like, because of the misogyny and, like, all the mm-hmm. awful things that are embedded in our criminal justice system and, and, and honestly, police everywhere. So we're talking about Australia specifically. But we're still talking about men for the most part. And like to be bested by a woman and she was calling y'all like nana nana boo boo for so long. Like I'm sure that really hurts their egos, which it shouldn't. They should be like proud. Like this what is exciting. Come get me, coppers. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get me. It was me, Jody. <laughs> she was leaving little notes. She was leaving little note recorders. Like, let's see what it says. It was me. Jody. Oh God, RuPaul. Like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race when they get eliminated. She goes and she turns around and she's like, "It was me, Jody." And then she sashays away. Right. That's her, Miss Jody. Miss Jody. <laughs> Oh my god. Yo, so she really she really humbled them and I appreciate that. As of 2019, Jody was living with her mother and working as a mobile home cleaner. Now, why? Mm-mm. How? Mm-mm. Why would y'all let her work in somebody's <laughs> home where all of their things are? I just feel like Jody work at a call center, work in a bank, and uh, not at a bank, but work, you know, but working in people's <laughs> homes. I don't know. Your finger's too sticky. So magistrate Alan Moore sentenced Harris to just four years with non-parole period of three and a half. After that, Harris faced the Victorian County Court. So she got to go. <laughs> Lord. She said, okay, I got four years to do here. All right, we're getting in the Uber. All right, so now we're going to go to the Victorian <laughs> County Court. They're going to give me my jail time over there. So there she was sentenced to be jailed for five years and nine months, effectively adding nine months to her new South Wales sentence. So they don't compound these like that? Like They, they ran them concurrently. So they actually, she got credit for both at the same time. Yo, that's a nice hookup. Because in America, they'd be like consecutive, back to back to back to back. Oh, wow. Uh, so, wow. So, with time already served, she paroled within two years. Come on, Jody. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. She's Later 30. Parole, She's 30. She's getting out at 30. Yeah, that's not bad. A two-year mm-hmm. bid for, like, yeah. 10 years of living lavish, stealing from everybody. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good to me. So later on parole, Harris had to go to Brisbane Magistrate Court over her Queensland crime spree. So now she got to go to another court. Like, God, it's like another court, another court, jail, another court, <laughs> another court, another court. <laughs> bus, another court. <laughs> she got to hit them all. So, so she goes over there. She admitted to 116 forgery and theft charges and was given a suspended sentence of 12 months. Mm-mm. So, wow. So, <laughs> Jody. Shout out to a real one. <laughs> Shout out to a, Snap and she's free. Jody, Jody she out here in these streets. <laughs> it was me. Don't leave your Jody. wall around me. <laughs> True robber for real. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Situations <laughs> will arise. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo, Jody is a real one. man. Wow. Let me get your social <laughs> and ID. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm in a remixing song mood today. Sorry. Guys. I live for um, it. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for the saddest part of the show. It's where I have to let Emil and AJ go. But, but first, we'll do Scammer of the Week. Robbery! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? 
Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white, like cream. And I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. And we're back, and it's time for the saddest part of the show where I have to let Amila and AJ go. But before we do that, Scammer of the Week is where we highlight an honorary, honorary, I can't even talk, honorary charlatan, uh, group of criminals, you know, uh, we don't know. And maybe we hate them, maybe we love them, we'll see. So, a man from Escondido, California, has pleaded guilty to $1.1 million in art fraud scheme. So, Jason Harrington, 38, sold forgeries he claimed to be by the artist Richard Hamilton, a Canadian artist known for his work as a street artist, to at least 15 galleries and individuals. The scam included Harrington using fake letters that were supposedly from the original buyers of the art, claiming that they received the pieces from Hamilton himself in order to sell the prospective new buyers. Okay, let me see some of this art. So Harrington also (laughs) photoshopped pictures to make it seem like the people who obtained the artwork personally knew or met Hamilton. So, is these black people? Mm-mm. Is that Michael Jackson? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like that. <laughs> so, that he wrote he wrote fake letters and was like, my cousin Johnny met Hambledon and he got this uh, art directly from him. Actually, the paint wasn't even dry yet. And he had got it from him. And look, this is a picture of them. And he done photoshopped <laughs> somebody's head on somebody else's body. I mean, there's a lot of effort here. And if it mm-hmm. looked real, I mean, art is a, art has a lot what of What is art? What is art? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of money laundering in art. There's a lot of mm-hmm. scamming in art. So, you know, I don't know if I'm really that mad at it. So a in combination of, yeah. with the elaborate cover stories. Oh, wait, what were we going to say, AJ? There's a, a lot of art stolen from a lot of countries by other rich countries who colonize, then keep that art and claim it as their own for generations. And it it's called a museum. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. called a museum. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, everybody was, which annoyed me, because everyone was trying to get in Beyonce's ass about wearing that yellow diamond, mm-hmm. the Tiffany diamond. 
happened. When I was like, okay, but y'all wasn't in Lady Gaga's ass when she wore it. And I just feel like who could stop colonization better than the descendants of the colonizers? I don't know. Like, I feel like y'all putting a lot on Beyonce. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like there's history there. But I'm like. I don't know. She's the closest to Africa the diamond's been in a while. Like, oh, listen, I I said the same thing, and she made donations too. Like, leave that girl alone. Right, leave her alone. It's not black people's responsibility to stop like colonialism. Like, right. it, like yes, we are fighting. Yes, we are all a part of it, and we all do need to be conscious. And maybe it was a poor decision. Maybe the optics aren't great. But y'all wasn't running it up on Lady Gaga like that. She got a whole song called Telephone, and ain't none of y'all call her. So... <laughs> I'm done! I am done with Beyonce! With Beyonce. You, better, with Beyonce. you better let them know. Uh, Full circle moment there. Mm. Okay, so like, come on now. Uh, so to wrap this up, in combination with an elaborate cover story and targeting gu- you know, gullible buyers, Harrington was also able to sell over one million of his own fake paintings. Bruh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If it's a painting, it's a painting. How is it fake yeah. if I could touch it? Yeah. And it's right. real. Right. Listen, Scott Disick did this a couple seasons ago on Keeping Up the Kardashians. He was getting Chris uh Chris Jenner back for a, a prank for being an art snob. And he and Chloe made this painting that was just like trash. Oh, I remember and that episode. He, he said it was from this he had he had like a little in with this high-end art dealer named Art Vandalay, which is actually a character from Seinfeld back in Seinfeld, the day. Seinfeld, yeah. But she didn't know this. And he said it was from Art Vandalay, and she didn't know. And so she thought she was getting something very exclusive because <laughs> she's bougie and has money to spend. And they did this whole they played this prank out for like a whole episode. And then finally revealed there's no Art Vandalay. But while she believed it was Art Vandalay, she thought it was really fancy and worth mm-hmm. something. And then when she found out her daughter and Scott Disick did it, then she realized there was no value. So where's the value? I mean, it's all made up, It's right? all made up. That's why you got to love yeah. yourself. You put the value in yourself. It's the art of the beholder. Don't That's let nobody right. tell you your worth. That's right. That's right. I know. I'm a, just, I know. I just don't think there's any such thing as a fake painting. <laughs> no. Why? No, of course there's not. If you can see it and touch it, it's real. Yeah. Right. It, it was real to me. So, guys, that brings us to the end of a very fun episode. <laughs> 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 it's a wild one. There's going to be a couple double guest episodes coming up. We're getting the energy popping. But uh, as always on this podcast, we ask, where do you want to be found, gentlemen? And anything you'd like to plug? Oh, Yes. You can find me at Emil Ennis Jr. And you can find me on the podcast, Confess Your Mess, with uh, AJ Gibson over here. And y'all can see me on The Real um, and support me on Amazon Live. Yeah. Just, just support your boy in these streets. Come you know? on. Yes. Find me, uh, underscore AJ Gibson, because some woman in North Dakota still has AJ Gibson. Her name is Angela. She won't sell it to me. So, underscore AJ Gibson on social media. Also, <laughs> confess your mess wow. with this guy, Why my you fiance. Out Angela? Listen, I've been trying to buy it, buy her instagram handle for years and she only posts pictures of her daughter and her ballet tutus and won't sell it to me i don't know why um <laughs> confess your mess podcast wherever you get your podcast also uh i'm the host of a, of a radio show a national radio show called the morning beat on channel q radio the first lgbtq plus talk radio station in the country uh wendy williams all, always and then uh my book flipping the script on amazon that's a lot of plugs damn yeah and i I'm love it us. i love it he i'm was proud like, of us. Get all the things go to all the places you mm-hmm. will but also see mostly there. just go listen to our pod <laughs> yeah, yes it's, it's so good if you want listen, more mess yeah. like this start with lacy's yeah. episode start with lacy's episode kicked it's it iconic kicked it off that- uh-uh, I be telling all my business on other people's mm-hmm. podcasts, y'all. So good. 
All right, guys, as always, if you want to follow the podcast and see the photos that we referenced today on the Instagram, uh, that's Scam Goddess Pod on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to follow me, it's D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms, except for TikTok, where I cannot get my name to. There is a child with it. Do not harass my child. Uh, I'm Lacey <laughs> Mosley on TikTok. Uh, if you just want to look at mess, because that's really all I put on TikTok. And guys, if you want to stitch on your friends and family, just make sure the scam is retired. ScamGuysPod at gmail.com. Congregation, that merch is still up and popping. Get into it. I'm about to switch it up. I'm about to take some things down. So, you know, get what you want now. Uh, congregation, stay scheming. Scam Goddess! This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512.24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards.